Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. another episode this is episode 18 almost done with the first 20 episodes of the show which is pretty good i think and uh still got a couple more things to talk about and then we're going to move on to a slightly different format and we're going to change it up every so often but uh but what do we got going on tonight of course it's your it's your old pal spider doing the talking to you and what we have tonight is a pretty it's a pretty fun one. It's a pretty fun one, I think. Last week we had holidays and we talked about some standard ones and some silly ones and some interesting ones. And this week it's going to be about dreams. Everybody has them. So let's talk about this. The dog out there clearly wants to talk about it, has a big opinion. It is uh, it is warm here in Ohio. Of course, it's unseasonably warm for this time of year. Although it's not too warm right now, but it's a warmish day still. So the windows open, and all the night sounds are coming in. So that means neighbors' dogs and cars, and, and hopefully nobody has any fights or anything like that. So uh, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, but yeah, it's warm here in Ohio, which is why I have my cup of water with me. Water, you say? Yes, water. And uh, dreams, dreams, that's what we're talking about, dreams. I don't know too many people who don't have dreams. I've had people who have told me before that they don't dream very much, but I don't think I've ever had anybody say that they completely don't dream at all. And uh, it's funny, there's a uh, a quote in a uh, in a Dean Koontz book of a character who didn't ever dream and uh another character went to a psychologist and mentioned it because they had nightmares and things like oh yeah i i don't i have these nightmares but uh, this person they don't dream at all they just sleep and uh the psychologist told him it had something to do with um being content enough with yourself and your being and everything that you you didn't have any subconscious anything going on you just went to sleep which is interesting it's an interesting idea but of course that was a fictional book and uh, and I think it's probably a little bit more complicated than that but most people I know 
have dreams. And they can be they can be all kinds of things. You can have all kinds of wacky dreams and you can have nightmares and you can have just average like day-to-day dreams where nothing happens. And uh I have those dreams relatively often actually. I have the type of dreams where I'm just, you know, I'll just be hanging out with people in a normal setting and nothing is happening. We're just hanging out, we're chatting, we're chit-chatting and and whatnot. No adventures, no scariness, no weirdness. Just, you know, things just happen. You just hang out. And other times, I have all big dramatic dreams. Big dramatic dreams of my own that, that go on. Like, I've had certain things I had when I was a kid and when I was younger. And I've got I've got some parallels, I think. Because I think there is some, some subconscious and some psychology involved with most of our dreams. I think part of it is body chemistry. Because, uh... As anybody who's read any Charles Dickens knows, then uh, if you have a spot of cheese before bed, you might hallucinate some ghosts. Or maybe you won't. Maybe you actually will meet some ghosts, and then you're in a lot of trouble, sir or madam, or either or in between. And um, if you don't get that reference, then you might need to look it up or ask your parents. There are, uh, speaking of that part, there are other kinds of dreams that I'm not going to talk about. Because... Once again, this is a family show, but I know some people have all sorts of adult-style dreams, and we're not going to get into those, but they exist. You can have all kinds of feelings and emotions and things in your dreams, but once again, go ask your parents. And don't get me in trouble when I tell you to do that, because I'm not naming any specifics, right? They're going to call in and be like, you told my child to ask me about grown-up dreams. No, no. Just a suggestion. Anyway, dreams. Dreams. And, um... Because when you go to sleep, there's like three or four stages to sleep. Like, you, you first fall asleep and you're in that, like, restless top part of sleep. And not much is going on. You're just kind of dozing. And you can be roused pretty easily. You got that... That... Shallow breathing and you're just kind of... Okay, I'm dozing off. I'm I've just shut my eyes. I'm I'm falling asleep. Then you get into uh, a couple deep forms of sleep, and the the form of sleep where you start dreams called REM sleep, R E M sleep. And uh, I'm gonna look up what that means because I always forget because it's a big term, and it might not necessarily be pertinent, but I think it's interesting. So we're gonna take a look on my handy phone here because we've got technology. Ah, here we go. It is easier than I thought. It's rapid eye movement sleep. Because what happens is while you're sleeping, and it sounds freaky, but it happens. While you're sleeping, your eyes just kind of randomly move around under your eyelids and in your eye sockets. Just bouncing around all over the place. And uh, it's during that time when you dream the most. And uh, it's got something to do with how your your brain is transitioning between uh, between being awake and being restful sleep. And there's supposed to be a stage after that where you're supposed to be getting good restful sleep where you're not supposed to dream. Which is probably problematic for me because a lot of times I'll be dreaming heavy and then I'll wake up, I'll, I'll have to get up for the day and it'll be like almost right afterwards. So I don't have, like, a point where I feel like I've got that restful point. But maybe it's just because you don't remember it. It's hard to it's hard to quantify some of these things with the brain. The brain's a weird place. But, uh... 
REM sleep, rapid eye movement. And that's where you dream the most. And like I said, you can a lot of different things can cause different kinds of dreams, like certain foods, um, especially things like uh, like mushrooms. And I'm not talking about you know grown up mushrooms that may not be legal in your particular state. I'm talking about food mushrooms, like any kind, anything that's got fungus or anything that's been that's been fermented, uh, like cheese. Cheese is supposed to mess with you. Cheese is supposed to mess with you. And I've tested this before. I've actually tested this many times. I don't really test it as well as I used to anymore because I can't eat regular cheese and I know everybody's about to groan they're gonna like oh here he goes he's gonna say it again lactose intolerant I know I, I didn't say it last episode and I don't think I said it the episode before so you can't get, get mad at me but um yeah certain cheeses can affect what kind of like how how dreamy you get and, and what goes on in your dreams and uh, and there's other things too but mostly it's like a it depends on the kind of stuff in the food. It's certain ingredients in the food. At Thanksgiving, you can eat foods that will just put you completely to sleep with no no dreaming at all. Everybody knows about that, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, so food can affect your dreams. Food can affect your dreams. And I, I think it's a lot to do with your with your emotional state during the day. I think it has to do with how stressed you are during the day, and how much of that you take into going to sleep afterwards. That's what I think. That's the rational explanation. Um, I think if you're if you're really worked up during the day and you've had a really crappy day, there's there's a tendency that your brain is gonna fire off in different directions, and you might have nightmares, and you might just have like overall bad dreams that aren't pleasant or maybe you'll have good dreams because it's your body trying to convince you hey you know what you had this crappy day but we're going to try to make it better for you now that you're sleeping we're going to try to have better dreams and maybe you'll try to cheer up you know that could happen too there is another school of thought that says now this is thing this is kind of wacky where it says if you go to sleep and you dream your dreams are actually where your real life is And this is where your actual dreams are. Which is kind of a backwards way. And uh, I have to say, if if that's true, then uh, dream world, if that's real world, that's a pretty weird, uh, that's a pretty dangerous place to be. Because I've had some dangerous dreams. Uh, My daughter is very fond of uh, of hearing about some of these. Uh, And she'll be pleased because she's always pleased when she gets mentioned in an episode. She always likes to get mentioned in an episode, so she'll be happy about that. She's keeping track. She listens to all my episodes, believe it or not. And she keeps track of which episodes where she's not been mentioned. So, she'll be sure to tell me about it tomorrow. But she's pleased, because I occasionally have dinosaur dreams. And that's probably just because I liked dinosaurs as a kid. And also because I see dinosaurs everywhere in my house, because my kid likes dinosaurs. So we're always around dinosaurs. But I used to have dreams when I was a kid about dinosaurs. And they were always like dreams where, like Jurassic Park style, where you're trying to hide from a giant dinosaur or something. It was never like, oh, we're going to get friendly and have a good time with these dinosaurs. It was always like, oh man, that dinosaur's coming. The raptors are coming. Or there's a T-Rex outside. Because I'd remember being in uh, in my parents' house, where they live now, where I grew up. 
and uh, and I'd have dreams where I'd be looking out the window, and in the distant fields, oh, there's a T-Rex stalking around, and I'd have to duck down, and it would come close and look in the window and, and, and look at me. And there was a winter dream I had once, where I had all these tunnels in the snow outside, because there were raptors up over the snow. And so you had to get into the tunnels to get away from the raptors, but they're made of snow. So it was it was weird. That kind of stuff happens a lot. I always I also I've had symbols in dreams, I think. Things that are symbolic. And that's another thing people have about dreams. They have if you dream of a particular place, person, event, or or creature or something and you dream of that multiple times, it's supposed to mean something. It's supposed to be something that your brain is fixated on. And I used to have this dream. It wasn't the same dream. It was just featured the same character, I guess you could say. I had this series of dreams where I'd have to be fighting this dragon, this very particular dragon. It was brown, and it had a dog-like face, but it didn't look like a dog. It looked like a dragon with a dog-like face. Because, you know, dragons, that'll be for another show, maybe dragons. Where you have uh, some dragons look more like a reptile, some look more like, like a, a, a kind of canine, some look more, you know, feline kind of face, you know, depending on what culture. But uh, or maybe you didn't know that, but now you do. And I'd I'd be fighting this dragon. It's always like it would be coming after me to fight it, but I could never beat it, and it knew that I couldn't beat it, and it would always like laugh at me and chuckle at me in, in dragon ways and things like that, and it would always chase me off. And uh, eventually those dreams stopped. I haven't had a dragon dream in a long time. I can't remember the last time, actually. It's been a very long time. Um, I have still occasionally had a dinosaur dream. I still once in a while have a T-Rex dream where you got to run around and avoid the T-Rex. But that's, you know, probably because i got dinosaurs all over my house. So, I wonder if that's a uh, a subliminal fixation on the rising cost of dinosaur toys as my daughter collects more dinosaurs. That's potential. That's potential. Um, but yeah, so there's a couple things when I was a kid where I would just, I would dream of the same kind of things for a while. When I was a young adult, and every once in a while I still kind of slip into one of these, I had... A series, not really of recurring dreams. Recurring dreams are, are the, where you're in the same situation all the time, and then the dream repeats itself, and you can't seem to break out of a cycle. But this was like a like a a series of connected storylines of the same basic plot, and it was about zombies. It was about zombies, end of the world kind of stuff, going from place to place, talking to different people, and. Uh, and avoiding the zombies and things. And they were all connected because it was the same kind of thing. And I felt like I was the same person in every part of it. And um, those have kind of slowed down a bit too. But I don't know what that means. I don't know what zombie dreams particularly mean. Because I wasn't usually a situation where you're constantly harassed by them and running from them. It's more like they were a background thing that was part of the world. And you'd have to watch out and be careful and move around. But it wasn't always, like, usually a massive thing. Sometimes you'd have to fight them off. But not, like, that wasn't usually the common thing. Because I could figure, if it was a psychological thing, if you were having to fight the zombies every single time, 
then maybe it'd be like, oh, you're having, you've got these problems that doggedly follow you all the time and never give up and you gotta fight them off. But it's usually not like that. And it's usually like different people will show up that I'll interact with. Like, like, uh, like Rob was in one. And he had an uncle, apparently. And this was in the Pacific Northwest, which is a weird place because we've never been there. And he shows up. Because I'm trying to leave this this settlement in the forest or something or other. I'm trying to leave because i got to go somewhere. And he shows up in an old 90s style, mid-90s style Mustang. One of the ones that like didn't look like anything. It looked like all kinds of other cars. Like It was just, it didn't look like a Mustang. It didn't look like anything special. It just looked like a car. It was before they started getting the boxier ones that they got now. And uh, so he shows up. But he's with some guy who's supposed to be his uncle. But it looks like his dad. Because I knew his dad. But his uncle was driving the car. And they give me the car. Because they know I gotta get where I'm going. They're like, here, you can have the car. And that was the only interaction I had with them in the dream. And I drive off in the car. So, there's more to that dream too. But I don't want to upset some of my younger viewers. Because that one got a little bit elaborate. But uh, it was interesting. And uh, and those dreams tend to do that kind of stuff. It's usually me trying to do something. And the zombie thing is just kind of... It's there. It's background. Occasionally you have to fight them off. But not often. So. Yeah. Dreams. Dreams are wild. Dreams are wild, I'll tell you. And, um, and the, another thing about them is... Some of these that I remember. And I remember them really well. And I think when you're younger, you're better at remembering dreams. Because as I've grown out older, I'll wake up from a dream and I'll be like, oh man, I was dreaming about something specific. What was it? And I'll try to remember it. And it'll just, it'll start disappearing from out the brain cells. Like it'll just go away and you won't remember it. And and maybe later in the day, the most you'll remember is like one little part of it that's not even the most important or the best part or the worst part or whatever. It's just some little sliver. And you know there's more to it and it'll bug you. You know, bug you. At least it bugs me. It bothers me. Because I'll do that all the time. I'll be like, oh, I'm dreaming, I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming. And I'll wake up, because it's time to start the day. I'm like, oh, I was just dreaming about something. What was it? Oh, what was it? And then it's gone. Unrecoverable. Now, I've read sci-fi novels and things where it's in way far off futures and they got technology where as you're sleeping, this this machine that's that hangs out around can record your dreams for you so you can check them out when you wake up and I would do that I would want something like that because I'd want to watch it even if it was weird or stupid or just kind of like you know didn't make any sense I'd want to watch it because I'd be like well because maybe I'd be able to figure out something that my brain is thinking about that I don't consciously know about because we got the subconscious and we got all this stuff that goes on in there that we don't necessarily know about we don't know everything that goes through our minds not consciously, anyway. So I'd like to watch that. I'd like to do that. If they ever came up with something like that that didn't require, like, a needle in my head or something, or a chip or something like that. Because I don't, I don't really want that kind of stuff. I'd want something that would scan, you know, like an outside scanner kind of thing. Pick up the brain waves and, like, a receiver or something. But I don't know. Who knows? Probably nowhere near that kind of level of technology just yet. But I'd want to do that. And I've never really had, I mean, I guess when I was, when I was a kid, I'd have some nightmares. And I remember a couple of them, 
or at least a couple features of them. But I didn't really often have nightmares after a certain point. And a lot of that was based on attitude change. Because I'd, I'd changed up my confidence level and how I looked at the world. And, and after a certain point, I didn't really have anything that I would describe as a nightmare. I'd have stuff that was aggressive or stuff that would be like, hmm, well that's bothersome. But nothing that would be like a real frightening dream. Once in a while now, I know I, I get super into them. Like there's times when I know I've like startled awake. I've just been like, whoa. And like shook out or said something or just been like, wah. Because it was just something that was so fierce in the dream. But not really nightmares so much. Another interesting thing about dreams that I picked up on. And I've known this for quite a long time. Is we have those dreams where you're having trouble running. Like you're running really slow and you're trying to run away from something or to something or whatnot. And you're just not able to move. Or you're in a fight with somebody and you can't swing your arm. And like if you swing at them it's really weak. That is your blankets and your clothes and whatever else you're wearing to bed. Because it's your physical body being held down and that translates into your brain, into your dream. So in your dream you're being held down by stuff and you don't realize that it's actually real life. Your clothes and things and your blankets and all this other kind of stuff. Like the resistance in your mattress and whatnot just holding you back. Which is interesting. And now that you know that, you can take steps to avoid that kind of thing. So, there you go. There's some helpful facts for you. And, uh, yeah. So, dreams. Dreams are cool. I, I, I like them. They're crazy and they drive me nuts sometimes, but I like them. I like them. And, uh, you don't really have much of a choice whether you have them or not, unless you, like, really have yourself take some heavy medicine to go to sleep. Which some people do. Some people don't like to dream at all. Some people, it bothers them so much that they, they, they take medication for it. Which is fine. I'm not going to look down on anybody for it. Um, I think you got to be careful. It can be dangerous. Take too much of that kind of stuff. So just be careful. But, uh, you know, if you need it, you need it. But I like them. I like them. I'd like to say, oh, and I'm going to go ahead and keep having them. Well, it's not like I have much of a choice. <laughs> All in the brain chemistry. So that's it. So that's that's dreams. That's what I got for you tonight. Dreams. You've heard some of my dreams. Some of my crazy dreams. You know, I I'll, I will tell you though. I do have a common theme in dreams, which drives me crazy sometimes. I will often, and it happens in. There's two ways that it happens. I will often in a dream. It'll be a perfectly normal dream of some kind. But I'll need to take a shower, and I won't be able to find the showers. I'll be looking all over, and I can't find the showers, and I just have to take a shower. It's not like I'm filthy or dirty or something. It's just like, I'm trying to take a shower, but there's no showers. Hmm? Another one is, again, like revolving around, i got to take a shower or something like that, and I'll be taking off clothes, but it's always more clothes. Like it's always like... I keep taking off my clothes, but the clothes are still on. Like There's another layer of clothes underneath over and over and over again, so I never get to have my shower. And it's more annoying than anything else. It's not like frightening. It's not like, oh, man, I really have to take this shower. It's the end of the world. No, it's just like, man, I just I wanted to take a shower, and I can't take a shower. Or I can't find my car. That happens sometimes, too. Can't find my car. Where'd I park? Can't find my car. 
gotta go somewhere and I can't find my car. Or I, I have all this stuff, but I'm missing something else. Where's this? Where's that? I can't find it. It's more irritating than anything else. It's not like a nightmare. It's just like, bothersome. Bothersome. So dreams are weird, I'll tell you. Dreams are crazy. And it's been said, and I don't know if they've ever, like... It's been said in clinical stuff that you don't dream in color. But I do. I dream in color. Most people that I talk to dream in color. And I don't know if that's just our brain like filling in the gaps and convincing us we dream in color. Like maybe if you took a scan of the brain and you were able to build an image out of it, maybe it wouldn't be in color. But I think, I don't know, I, I don't think that's true. Because like I said, I, I always see color. And another thing is that you can't always understand what people are saying. It's always gibberish. No, I usually have full conversations with people in my dreams. Now, if I'm looking at a phone or trying to read a book or trying to read a sign, a lot of times that's gibberish, which is interesting. I don't know if it's different for people who might have like uh, like dyslexia or something like that. That'd be a possibility. It could be if you're in a dream and you have that, then maybe your brain messes with you and, and everything's like backwards. I don't know. Interesting stuff. I haven't done an exhaustive series of studies in that particular area. But there you go. That's dreams for you. Dreams. And I hope your dreams are treating you well. What do we have for the future of this week? Well, of course, today is Monday, so that means tomorrow is Tuesday. And Tuesday will be another episode of Twitch Tuesday, where I'll be doing some Twitch streaming. And um, Wednesday is free and clear, nothing going on there. Thursday is a pre-recorded episode of the Uncanny Spirits Club. I have a couple more pre-recorded episodes of that uh, before I start doing that, either live or or figure something out for that again. Um, I had it padded out pretty far ahead, and then I ran through most of my collection. And now I'm kind of broke, so no alcohol for a little while. But you still have those pre-recorded episodes. And then Friday is another episode of This Uncanny Earth. I think we're going to be talking more about... uh, We're going to be expanding more from our AI episode, I think. I don't know specifically. I don't remember. We talked about it, and then, of course, it went right out the side of my brain. Um, Saturday is another episode of The Saturday Spiritualist, and that should be a good one. That one's going to be a good one. It's going to be a deep topic. Okay, so if you're interested in that, you're going to want to tune in. Sunday is nothing, and Monday is episode 19 of this podcast, Let's Talk About This, where I'm going to be inviting on a special guest, and we're going to be talking about sports, because I'm not a sports guy so much, but I know some sports things, but we're going to talk about sports, we're going to talk about basketball, baseball, curling, Olympics, football, from both kinds of football. One's football, one's football, and, and different things. So There's differences. And, uh, and we're going to talk about all that kind of stuff, probably. Who knows what we're going to get into. But there will be a special guest that week. And there you go. From now to then, everything. And I'm going to get out of here. And I hope you folks have a good night. We'll see you next time.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.